Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello, everyone, and happy Wednesday. I hope you are doing well. I hope all is well with you. I hope all the lessons that we have been going through has been a help for you. I hope it develops a zeal for you to, excuse me, be able to um, make those appropriate steps to get yourself in line with the most high for this walk. I, excuse me, I got out. I want um, all of these things for you as you um, realize and come to the, well, come to the realization of who you are, um, the acknowledgement of who you belong to and um, what you wanna do in your life to solidify your place with the most high. Now, I hope you enjoyed the last video I gave you about the four things that you didn't know that the Catholic Church did. I hope you learned something from there. There's certainly so many other things that I could have listed. But, and I'm sure there's some people that could have said, oh, you, you could say this or you could say that. But I'm telling you things that you probably didn't know. <laughs> so if you know it, what's the point of saying it? There are some other things that I could have said, like I said, but I didn't want, it's already three hours. I mean, I didn't want it to be so um, outlandishly long that you would be like, look, I can't listen to this right now. Um, I don't want you to miss the point of these lessons. These lessons are to prepare you to look for things that you've never looked for before. Sometimes there's a world behind the world. And I hope you understand what that means. Sometimes there's things that we can't see with the naked eye or just um, us just thinking about mundane, everyday things. There are things definitely behind the veil that you should be looking at because if you don't, it could mean your life, definitely. So um, this is a segue into what I'm gonna talk about today. Um, today's uh, lecture is on um, don't compromise your moral values. Okay. Um, why am I saying this? Because people have no idea every day that they compromise their moral values. Like, let's just talk about morality for a moment. And I'm going to, I'm going to define it. I'm going to define it. But I'll, I'll just say this, 
we get up, we go to work every day. We do the mundane things all the time. We go to work, people are getting on our nerves for some reason. We already got our own personal stuff going on. These people, um, you may like your job, but just not like the personnel that works with you or your colleagues, coworkers, or whoever it is that's there. They may have horrible personalities or you may have a boss that should not be a boss. I mean, you know, nepotism is real. Um, and that makes morale go down. A lot of times when we're at work, we might be at a work at a job or an area of expertise that we love, but because of the dynamic of the job, it's just making everything terrible that so much so that if you could work for yourself, you would. That's how much you probably love the job or not. It could be that everything that you're doing is wrong, it's terrible, and then um, C-19 comes and it just threw everything off. Now you just don't know what to do with yourself. I say this to say we can't lose our morality in all of the things that's happening to us. I mean, the morale goes down personally uh, within your job, with your family. And then you just feel like a lot of people are falling into this thing of um, depression and feelings of, well, I would say like that without going into another mode. I just want to discuss morality and encourage you to not lose yourself during this time. Um, Life is a roller coaster. It goes up, it goes down. Life is also bigger than us too. If you can figure out what you want to do in your life, if you can figure out who you belong to and who you are and have a love in your life, that would be the ingredients of starting a solid foundation because anything can happen to us at any time. And I say that for anybody, anybody who needs this word, because I know there's a lot of people that's hurting. I mean, you know, life is a roller coaster. We can't always be strong. And even if we are quote unquote strong, daughters of Zion, even if you're strong, oh, I'm a strong black woman, you're not made of stone. Okay. The whole world swears up and down, we're so strong, but you're not made of stone. You're not a rock. Okay. And you need to take care of yourself too. It's just like what everybody says. If the, if you're on a plane and the plane is going down, before you can help somebody else, you got to help yourself. Okay? This is all relevant. So I'm here to do this lecture to pick somebody else because it's on my heart. I mean, pick somebody up because it's on my heart right now. I don't know what's happening to the, you know, to anybody. I just feel like um, I already told you, I don't just pick lessons and say, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Nope. The Ruach gives them to me. Half the time, I don't, you know, once in a while, I'll be like, okay, yeah, maybe I should do that. But uh, the Ruach gives it to me. Seriously. So I want everybody to be encouraged. I want you to be encouraged. So um, with that being said, let's discuss. All right. Like I said, I want to discuss morality in regard to spirituality. 
Um, but first I'd like to define morality. Then I'd like to discuss how your morality is being compromised by uh, the distracted, the distractions around you and the false doctrines. Like I said, we are so busy in our lives. We don't stand still and be in a moment. A lot of times we don't because we don't we can't afford that, especially in the United States. I don't know if anybody knows any statistical uh, data in regards to people working overtime. And there has been instances and still are where jobs have been taken advantage of people, especially during uh, C-19 from then to now, people are walking off their jobs. It's so much, it's so much that people can't take it anymore. And I already told you all of this is relevant. So your morale is being compromised. It's being compromised. See, people don't, they don't stand there and think, what's happening to me? Like I said, they're not in the moment. And sometimes we don't have the luxury of being in the moment. But I beg you, sometimes if you can, just be in the moment and just stop to think what's happening. Because then you could catch yourself. You can, instead of just reacting and acting on instinct. A lot of times that's what we do. And we shouldn't because sometimes things get out of control or things slip by that you later on when you're able to regroup and just reevaluate what happened. You're like, how did I do that? I should have been better than that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just have to be in the moment. So let's just let's just move forward. Morality, and I'm getting it from the Oxford Dictionary. I already told you the Oxford, Oxford Dictionary is a Eurocentric dictionary. And that's what I'll usually use if I don't use um, the other major dictionary, which is the, hold on, because I'm getting ready to tell you what it is. I try not to, um, you know, sometimes when I'm focused, child, I'll be forgetting. But um, the Webster's, if I'm not using the Webster's, I'm using the Oxford, because when I pull up, um, go stuff online, um, the first thing that will come up is Oxford. And if I feel like it's an appropriate enough um, definition, I will use it. You already know, words, semantics. <laughs> you got to be careful, honey. Anyway, so this is um, from the um, Oxford Dictionary. And it is um, defined as principles concerning the distinction between right and wrong or good and bad behavior, okay? And it has like a, um, an example. The matter boiled down to simple morality, innocent prisoners ought to be free, okay? And then the, um, the similarities to the word, which is the synonym of the word, is ethics, rights and wrongs, correctedness, um, virtue, ethicality, okay? Now, I'm discussing this because when we decide in our hearts that we want to live a moral life, we often choose in our heads, based on false doctrines, that we want to go to the religious route instead of just choosing Yeshua. Now, I already talked about the Catholic Church, and I already talked about what Yahshua's real name is. I already talked about that. And I also talked um, about religion. Yeshua wasn't religious, okay? I already told you 
all of this, these scriptures is about a particular uh, people, a contract with a particular people, the history in uh, book number one, which is the Old Testament, and how it moved from a particular people to the second flock in the New Testament. That's what it's about. Okay. And all this morality and all this, everything is relevant. Understand that. There's nothing that's separate. Everybody thinks everything is separate, but your mindset is wrong. You've been indoctrinated since you was born. Everybody. Because the devil fools the world. Anyway, many of us believe that religion will set us on a path to moral thinking and living. However, since many of us are opening up spiritually today and the most high is revealing things to us, we are coming to know that religion is not the answer. Yeshua says that you are the temple. If you're the temple, where does that leave everything else? Where does that leave religion? Where does that leave people telling you, oh, you need to do this? Oh, you need to be Episcopalian, a seven-day event? Where does that leave that? If the Most High said you are the temple. Now think about the Old Testament. I just want you to think about that because we are in there. You know, I do the cliff notes. Think about the Old Testament when the Most High made the children of Israel make a temple. Remember when it was in Exodus and it, it was the tent? Okay. That was a metaphor for you being the tent where the Most High dwells. The Most High doesn't dwell in, um, he did, he's not going to do that. Because um, later on, he tells David, what, what house are you going to make me? I'm everywhere. It was a nice gesture from David. It was a wonderful gesture, but he wasn't the one to give it to him. And even if there was a temple, a physical temple, the Most High just said, okay, the children that I love wants to do something good for me. All right, I'm going to entertain it. That's what he says, because the Most High is everywhere. He's everywhere. Where is he really going to be residing in a temple? And he is the father of spirits. You are the little light that occupies the temple of your body. If you are abusing it in any way, any way, then it's not going to be fit for the most high. Even your mental stress will drive the Ruach out of you. And if you don't believe me, you better go to the shepherd of Hermas. That's on the platform library. Too much stress will drive out the Ruach. Understand that, know that. 1 Corinthians 3, 16 and 17 from the King James says, Know ye not that you are the temple of the Most High and that the Ruach of the Elohim dwells in you. 17, if any man defiles the temple of the Most High, him shall Yah destroy. For the temple of the Most High is holy. Which temple are you? Okay. Is that not a mouthful? Now just think about this. If the Most High wants to uh, reside in your temple. Remember you have to seek him first. We're going to get to that later. If he wants to reside in your temple. That temple needs to be clean. In every way. Your morality needs to be clean. Uh, revisited okay and it can't be displaced and it can't be um, in any way 
um, going against the most high's word. It cannot be compromised, okay? It can't be. It cannot be because the most high is perfect and so is the Ruach. If somebody's bringing you something, right? If somebody's bringing you something, if you order something and they bring it to you, your address has to be right. You have to have your appropriate um, uh, apartment number if you're living in a building. You just can't have a half of an address because it's not coming. It's not coming to you. I don't care what you did in your quote unquote, um, quote unquote best to put the address on it. And if you leave something out, it's not coming. The same is with if you don't have yourself together um, morally, the most high is not coming. And neither is the Lord. Nobody's coming. I don't care what you do. If it's not right, he's not coming. You got to look at yourself. Scrutinize yourself. If Yeshua is telling you in the scriptures that you are the temple, then he trusting you will make the right choice. Okay? He trusts that you're going to make that right choice right choice from your free will that the most high has blessed you with and follow him on your own you don't need nobody to help you follow him because mainstream religion tell you oh no you ain't doing nothing you need to be going to church and all of this sir excuse me sir you're blind you are blind and the devil is definitely fooling the world sir and ma'am By reading and meditating on the scriptures to get the word for yourself, that's what that's that's what you should be doing. Okay. So you don't have to rely on a form of organized religion to get on a path to Yahusha. Now, anything can be a religion. Anything. And I don't remember if I uh, define religion, but I'm getting ready to define it right now. I'm gonna define it. Even though I, I'm a divine. <laughs> yeah. I think I did, but I'll do it again. Now I'm in the, um, I, I was going to say Oxford. Um, I'm in the other dictionary that I said. And this is what it says. Religion, a state of being religious. Remember, these are um, Eurocentric dictionaries. The service and worship of God or the supernatural. Oh, Lord. Commitment or devotion to religious faith or observance, a personal set or institutionalized, institutionalization system of religious attitudes, beliefs, and practices. And this is the this is the piece of resistance right here. Scrupulous conformity. <laughs> a cause, principle, or system of beliefs held to the order of faith. Okay. I love the I love the third one, scrupulous conformity. <laughs> so they just want you to conform to what they're telling you. That's what it is. Like I said, you don't have to um, rely 
on organized religion to um to get on the path to Yeshua. Okay. He himself said that you are the uh the temple. And um Yah has paid this out for you. I mean, it's in there. Organized religion dictates that you come together in a building and that the building is the sanctuary, quote unquote. However, this is a form of, form of subtle idolatry. It is. So you don't need to follow that expectation from organized religion. However, it is good to assemble because the assembly is the strength of Yah's people. And I'm talking specifically to the children of Israel. Your assembly since um, Genesis was important. Mm -hmm. Especially because it was initially an expectation for the children of Israel. If one person sins, then every one of the children of Israel gets reprimanded because they are one, the assembled bride of the Most High. And that's the truth. Way back in Genesis, or throughout the Old Testament, you see them get lit up like a firecracker simply because somebody's showing they behind and they're supposed to be the bride. So if one person is doing something, everybody's going to get it. And we will continue to see that time and time again, especially if we're in the Old Testament. And we are still in the Old Testament. We're going to definitely see it in, the, in this, new, um, this new book that we're in. Oh, you're going to see it. Okay. This is an actual uh, statute and precept for the children of Israel since the Old Testament. They were expected to stay virtuous. But you know what happened from the Old to the New Testaments. They didn't listen. Thus, we have the nonsense we have today. Because if they had listened and adhered to the word of the Most High, I wouldn't be doing this lecture right now, now would I? I would be right with the children of Israel and we would be somewhere else, honey, having a grand old time. None of this would be happening. Your morality is at stake simply because you are being coaxed, meaning moved into slyly or covertly manipulated by loved ones or respected people into believing that the religious root is the way to go. But the thing is, those who attend church on average, not one person has actually read the Bible for themselves. And if you did, you didn't read it all the way through for understanding and or focus on receiving a true message from the most high. Because he speaks through you, he speaks to you through the scriptures. The point is to search the scriptures the Old and the New Testaments to find out for yourself what they are about. And this is for all of us, which the children of Israel made possible by their uh, constant insubordination. So their downfall presents an opportunity for everybody else with the most high. Okay. And I'm approved that by saying this scripture, Romans 11, 10 through 13 through the King James let their eyes be darkened that they may not see and bow down their back away. I say then, have they stumbled that they should not, that they should fall? Yah forbid, but rather through their fall, salvation is come unto the Gentiles. 
for to provoke them to jealousy. Now, if the fall of them be the riches of the world and the diminishing of them, the riches of the Gentiles, how much more their fullness? For I speak to you, Gentiles, inasmuch as I am the apostle to the Gentiles, I magnify my office. Now, who said that? Shaul, Paul, who is the um, apostle to the Gentiles. I already told you how he became the apostle to the Gentiles. Shaul is in the line of um, Benjamin, which is the 12th brother of the 12. And he was a Pharisee who was actually trying to kill the apostles. So the Most High said, uh-uh, who is Yeshua in the flesh? Uh-uh, no, no, no. You cannot kill my um, my apostles. Now I'm going to send you, you're going to become an apostle and I'm going to send you to the Gentiles. And that's why he's in the Gentiles. In that New Testament, most of his writings are in there. Now, some people may think or believe that that is exactly what's supposed to happen. I'm going to say this, whether it was supposed to happen or not, the most high God, whoever steps to put it in there, and there's nothing um, that's by chance. So even if somebody was trying to be funny and hokey and try to hide some, we still get the gist of what's supposed to be happening, especially if the, um, the Ruach is dealing with you, okay? So one thing that is important and should be a seriously, uh, it should seriously be taken into consideration is that you must think about who you are trusting to dictate your salvation. Okay, listen, if you feel like the moral thing is to go to church and get edified and all that, you got to really ask yourself this question. Aside from being in the choir and trying to organize and just become coming a family oriented thing, you got to ask yourself, am I really being fed? Am I, is my spirit really being fed? And what does that mean? You got to understand what it means too, because the camaraderie and the family of the church. Okay, that's one thing. But that's not everything, because while you having a family with these people together, you're not being edified. Your spirit is starving. But your physical man, which is the physical flesh, is still having fun with these people that you know in the church. Just like Yahusha said, and I already read, you are the temple. There wasn't even a word church in the Old Testament. It was always assembly. And that's your power, especially children of Israel. Even if the two flocks today, if you could come together and, um, and connect and have an assembly, there you are. Because Yeshua said, if there's two or more, there I am. It's not about going to a building, um, listening to an hour or two of things, singing all these songs. And I'm not saying that's not, something to um I don't know I can't even <laughs> I don't believe in going so I would try to say something nice like um being able to commune with friends and I'm not saying that Yahusha is not there because Yahshua Yahusha is everywhere I'm not saying that but I'm saying if you think that this is going to be everything to you and it's going to solve all your problems it's going to make you oh I'm going to be with Jesus and all of that, it's really not because you're doing things that you shouldn't be doing. Some of the things you shouldn't be doing. 
And if, if it was real, then they would tell you the real deal. Now, I don't know if a lot of them even know, but I know when they get their, um, when the pastors get their degrees or whatever it is that they get, they're getting it from a um, educational system that is regulated by the Catholic Church. That's what it is. I don't care what it is, a PhD or whatever it is, doctorate in divinity, DD, whatever it is, whatever they have, it is or has been regulated by the Catholic Church. Now, I can say something for myself and say, yes, I do have credentials at, as a legal um, minister. Did I get my credentials from there? Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. But it doesn't mean that I didn't come to the truth by seeking the truth, okay? I've been seeking the truth. The Ruach has to, he has to, like you're an open book to the most high. You are an open book to the most high. There's nothing, you are completely naked. Your thoughts, your actions, you are completely naked because the most high don't see you like this. The Most High sees you as you actually are because he is not a, a father flesh. He's a father spirit. He gave you this flesh to be on this physical realm. But he sees you as you are, raw. And he's seen you like that before the foundation of the world because he is the author of life. So you got to think at the end of the day, if you can't be honest with yourself, who can you be honest with? You're not fooling the most high. Like I always say, you're not going to play with the most high because he doesn't see us the way we see ourselves. In our own heart of hearts, we believe we good. We good people. I don't care how much nonsense we, how much hell we raise, how much nonsense we go through and how much sinning we do. In our hearts and in our, our minds, we really believe that we, um, we good. Uh-huh. If the most high, who was Yeshua in the flesh, stepped his foot down here today, can you actually ask yourself or believe that you're going right with him when he leaves? Can you really, really say that in your heart of hearts? You got to be real with this. And the church is not going to save you because when it comes down to um, the most high, um, getting everybody together and pointing out everything that they did in their lives in the end nobody could answer for nobody yet we put all our bass our eggs in the basket for somebody else to um speak for us and that's all from all the way up to the Catholic church i already told you that the pope said in 1922 that he is god on earth he said that Mm-hmm. With a straight face, he said it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you can't afford to allow somebody else to dictate where you're gonna go. This gotta be on you in every every area. That's why I said just be in the moment. Really have some real um conversations with yourself morally. You really have to. Okay. All right, 
Now, why would anyone else ever want to leave the golden ticket of salvation up to someone else on your behalf? Meaning, you go to church every day. Sound like you go to church every day, okay? I'm not saying there's not people in there that believe in the most high, but that's not enough. Because you're still doing all of this um, routine, which is a um, tradition. It's not going to get you there. You're still doing all this stuff without even thinking of what it is. That's what I'm saying. Just think about it. Think about it. Ponder it in your mind. Like I said, you going to church and you allowing this pastor to read various scriptures and nine times out of 10, he's only talking about prosperity. Honestly, what you going to get, what you're supposed to receive. Oh, you're supposed to do this and then put some more money in the, in the, um, in the pot two or three times. People get turned off of that. Are you really, really learning anything in that hour or two hours? Aside from the camaraderie you have with other people, because a lot of people are very, um, they feel alone. And church is the only thing that gets them to a point of having a camaraderie with other people. But that's still not enough. Like I said, if Yeshua stuck his foot down here today, do you really believe that you solidified your Ticket, and I'm just saying a ticket, but you really believe that you're going to go to the next life? You have to ask yourself. Half these people don't even know who they are in the most high. They have no idea who they are, period. Okay? Nobody doing no real soul searching. They too distracted with everything else. And I mean everything under the sun. Ask yourself that important question as I move forward with this lecture. And this is, this is the question I want you to um, say to yourself. Can you trust somebody with your salvation to get you to the next life? And that's going to church. That's what they're doing. Spoon feeding you little stuff. Half of the people, I bet you half of the people that go to church eat pork. Half of them go to church on Sunday. You breaking the commandments right there. You're breaking the laws and you're breaking the commandments. Half of the people that go in there got a bunch of tattoos. That's against the, um, the law. I bet you if I ask 10 questions for the people who's listening to me, you didn't broke the law in doing it. Uh -huh. And I'm going to give you a little rundown. I ain't even going to go to the 10 questions. If you got tattoos, you, you broke the law. If you eat pork, you broke the law. Uh-huh. If you have sex without um, being married, you broke the law. If you lusting after somebody, you broke the law. If you're going to church on Sunday, you broke the law. This is what I mean. You got to look within yourself and really give yourself some real hard, um, a real hard evaluation. You got to ask yourself some tough questions. You do. Now, I'm not saying other people, everybody has fallen short for the glory of the most high. But going to church and all that, you got to ask yourself, why am I doing this? And what is the goal and the point for me to go to this church to try to get some salvation? What is the point? You um, you write, you if you need to write it down, write it down. Then you can ask yourself these questions. The goal is to get you to the next life with the most high. What do you need to do? That's what, that's what you should be asking yourself. Because sitting in the church church for hours and they ain't doing nothing but preaching prosperity is the farthest thing from what you need to do. The farthest. It's probably the last thing. <laughs> I understand that you got to live on this earth, 
But whatever you ask the most high for and you you got to be in his will, he's going to give it to you. Do they tell you that? You don't have to go to church for that. If you are in his word, which means you got to read the word for yourself. These people can't read the word for you. They can't do that for you. When you stand up before the most high, you can't make no excuses of who made you do X, Y, and Z. Because the most high is not playing with you. The most high is not a man that he's going to be playing. Now, some people, if they like you, they're going to let that go. Not the most high. He don't have no favorites. <laughs> if you got to go to uh, H-E double hockey sticks, that's where you'll be going. Even though that's not, you know, once we get uh, resurrected for, to be judged by the second death, you ain't going to hell. You will be eliminated, period. And there's many scriptures that say that. I don't know who's telling you, oh, yeah, you're going to be eternally damned and all that. Uh-uh, honey. No, you're not. You're not going to be ever heard of again. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. And people don't even give it a second thought. This life is nothing but a blink of an eye. It is. The most High said it. I already told you, Adam lived 960 years old, 63, 960, sorry, 900 and, um, it's not 60, it's 930, sorry. Adam lived 930 years, and guess what? It wasn't even a day to the most high. Can you imagine? It wasn't even a day. And every generation after that, the life, um, significantly went down from almost a thousand years old to almost if you 60 or 50 and I'm just talking to the children of Israel because many of us don't even live that long if we do live that long children of Israel that's a blessing because a lot of times we don't and you know why because there are curses over us and it's not the curse of Ham. I already told you you Shemite don't got nothing to do with Ham. it's the blessings and the curses of you not listening that's what it is Many of us is living and dying in our teens and 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s. What, who, what the heck? Enough is enough. We need to turn from all of this and seek the most high. That's what we need to be doing. Now, we really don't think about morality as being something to do with living right, a right life or a wrong life. But this is something that needs to be given some genuine thought. Because you need to know where your salvation lies. And your virtues are always called into question whenever you make a decision. And we need to seriously stop and do some critical thinking when we do so. Really. Okay. Now I want to discuss some scriptures regarding morality. Let me get you some water. I don't want this lesson to be long. So I'm just going to get down to it. Now, this is verses about morality. And I already told you what morality is. Morality is, and I'm going to say it again, the principles concerning the distinction between right and wrong. Are you able to distinguish between right and wrong? What's right and what's wrong in your everyday everything? Because people think going to church is right. But is it really? Mm -hmm. You got to think about all of that. All what's good and bad behavior. Okay? Your ethics. Your virtues. Okay? 
I have to say that again, just in case people forgot. Okay, now 1 Corinthians 6 and 9. Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of the Most High? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral or idolaters or adulterers or men who practice homosexuality. We need to give everything some serious thought. Luke 6, 47 to 49. Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream broke against the house and could not shake it because it had been well built. But the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. When the stream broke against it, immediately it fell. And the ruin of that house was great. Okay. Hebrews 13 and 5, keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. That's what the Most High said. You don't need to go to church for that. You don't need to go to church and do all of that. You don't. And like I said, when it comes down to a um, an assembly, which is good to have because some people do want to be directed. You can always find that. You can find your fellow uh, men. Because like I said, Yahushua said, where two or more are, there I am. Ask the most high for guidance. That's who you ask. All right? Don't go to the priest or the preacher. Because they want some money, honey, for their services. And the word is free. Okay? All right. Romans 13, 8 through 10. Owe no one anything except to love each other. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You should not covet. And any other commandment are summed up in this word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Okay? You hear anything about going to church in any of these scriptures? It's about moral values. Okay? And the, the law, statutes, precepts, and commands, they give you the guidelines to being moral. You don't need to go to church for that. Like I said, I understand some people want to gather and assemble, but you can find that anywhere. Okay, people are waking up, honey. They are waking up. So you could you can definitely get that. Yahusha says in Yachanah 14 and 6, Yahshua said to him, I am the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Uh-huh. You don't need a pastor or whoever to um, go through. 
already told you, one of those popes in 1922 said that he's God on earth. You got to go to him first. Is that not idolatry? A lot of these pastors are like that. They really believe that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. Mm, 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 mm. Oof. Okay. I'm just looking for an appropriate one. Romans 1, 26 through 27. For this reason, the Most High gave them up to dishonorable passions. Those are the people who refuse to be morally, um, spiritually moral. For their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another, men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. Mm. Living an uh, uh, immoral life is going to get you death. That's what's going to get you. Revelation 14 and 12. Here is a call for the endurance of the saints. Who's who keep those, excuse me, those who keep the commandments of the Most High and their faith in Yahshua. And this last one before I go to the next one. Oh, there's two. Uh, James 5 and 12. But above all, my brothers, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or by any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no be no so that you may not fall under condemnation. Yeah, a lot of people be swearing and doing all kinds of stuff. Get your morals in check, people. That's what I'm saying. You got to do some real soul searching, all of us, because everyone has fallen short of the glory of the Most High. Get your morals together. What do you value? That's number one. And where do you believe your salvation lies? And it's at stake. You need to deal with that. First Timothy 2 and 4. Who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth? Yeah. Please do. Now we're going to be on. Um, we're going to be reading some scriptures about. Seeking the most high genuinely with a genuine heart. Mm -hmm. You don't need no go between. Hebrews 11 and 6, and without faith, it is impossible to please him for whatever would draw near. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me read it again. Hebrews 6 and 11, and without faith, it is impossible to please him for whoever draw, would draw near to the most high must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. You cannot have an intercessor. You got to go to the most high yourself. Okay. Naturally, you're going to go to Yeshua, but you ain't, you don't have to go to nobody else to go to Yeshua for you. And a lot of times they bypass Yeshua when you can't go no other way but through Yeshua. Oof. Mm. 
Matthew 7 and 7. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. That's the promise of Yeshua. You looking for me? Keep searching for me and I'm going to be right here. You knocking on the door? I'm going to open up that door. Okay? And he's going to come in and sup with you, but you got to do it. You can't go through nobody else. And there's so many things going on. We need him. We all do. We do. In our everyday lives, we all need him. Jeremiah 29 and 13, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Is that not a powerful statement? That's a powerful statement. Now, did it say go to the preacher or the priest? No. And like I said, I understand some people gotta um they gotta know how to do this. But there is, if you if you are determined to find uh, the most high, oh he's gonna make a way for you. He is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you think sinners became saints? They needed Yahshua. They called out for Yahshua. Their hearts was right there, dead, ready, and waiting for Yahshua. Uh-huh. He does need the call. Yes, he does. Okay? Yahshua is on the main line. You better tell him what you want. I already made that. I already did that lesson. Go to my platform library. Okay? Let me read one more, and then we're going to... Now, it might be two more, and then we're going to go. Psalms 105 and 4. Seek the most high and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Okay, don't just go, oh, yeah, I was looking for him yesterday, but oh, he ain't coming. Honey, your expectations got to be real because remember, you're the one who's just a puff of smoke and a blade of grass, not the most high. He's not going to jump out of a box and do what you want to do. I mean, what you want him to do. Okay, remember, you the one, you are the squirrel trying to get the nut, not him. <laughs> you got to seek him, honey. All right? Ooh. Let me read two more. Yeshua, um, excuse me, Isaiah 55 and 6. Seek the most high while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Mm. And that's the truth because you know he ain't going to always be here. Let me tell you what the scriptures say. Just like he said, call me um, while I'm here because it's going to be a time. And this is a prophecy. It's going to be a time when you ain't going to have no access to the most high. You're not going to have none. You're not going to have no access to him because things are going to go really terrible, especially for the children of Israel. That is in Revelation. It ain't saying it like that, but things are going to be so bad that the devils, the devils and their children, oh yeah, they're going to be ruling all of this. Where are you going to have access to the most high? Remember that word got to be in your heart. You got to call upon the most high through these scriptures. If you don't know no scriptures, I feel sorry for you. And I'm not saying the most high ain't going to listen, but the expectation is for you to find him while he's still here. The word. In the beginning was the word. Okay? And the word was with the most high, and the word was the most high. If you don't have the word, what do you have? Nothing. Remember, you got to fight the devils with the word. The word is a double-edged sword with fire on it. If you don't have that sword, what you going to do? I'm going to move on. 
Psalms 9 and 10. And those who know your name put their trust in you. For you, O Most High, have not forsaken those who seek you. You know what? Um, there's three more. Because this is how important it is. I was going to just go to the next one. But mm -mm. I'm going to read the ones you need to know. You need to know this. Acts 17 and 27. That they should seek the Most High and perhaps feel their way toward him to and find him. Yet he is actually not far from each and every one of us. Uh-huh. I already told you the Most High is everywhere. Everywhere. Mm -hmm. He's everywhere. Just like David said, I could go to Sheol with you there. I'm up in the sky, down on the ground, under the ground, all that, you there. But, and he knows what you need before you ask, but you ain't asking nothing. You don't know nothing. You don't know no scriptures. You don't know none of that. You don't know none of that. That's the sword with the fire. You don't have that. You don't have none of that. How are you fighting the devils? And trust me, it's going to be a time that you got to or you're going to be consumed by the devil. Mm -hmm. It's coming, baby. Anyway, Amos 5 and 14, seek good and not evil that you may live. And so the most high, the L of hosts will be with you as you have said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to read this one more and then we're going to move forward. Psalms 119 and 2. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, which is his commandments, who seek him with their whole heart. Mm -hmm. That's what he wants. Doesn't he deserve it though? Doesn't he deserve it? If nobody deserved your whole heart, he deserved it. Uh-huh. If nobody deserves your whole heart, he deserves it. All right. I'm going to read this one honorable mention. I said I was going to move on to the next one, but I'm definitely going to read this. Deuteronomy, and remember, this is Old Testament, so you know I'm concentrating on the children of Israel, honey. Sometimes you need to just give them an extra pluck on top of their head. They need an extra pluck, okay? Deuteronomy 4, 29 through 31. But from there, you will seek the Most High, your El, and you will find him. If you search after him with all your heart and with all your soul, when you are in tribulation and all these things come upon you in the later days, you will return to the Most High Your El and obey his voice. For the Most High Your El is a merciful El. He will not leave or destroy you or forget the covenant with your fathers that he swore to them. Mm. You hear what the Most High said? about you i did not forget about you i never changed but y'all change when i do my covenant with my friend when i did my covenant with my friend who is abraham i told him that i would never leave him i told him i had that covenant with his um his progeny i will have that covenant the most high never changed never changed who changed the children of israel and they wicked progeny this is why we in the situation we're in now. This is exactly why. Because people want to play games and think they're going to leave their salvation to somebody else. Check your morality. Mm -hmm. Don't leave it to somebody else. 
There's too much stuff going on. Check it. Now we're going to talk about the temple is in you. I didn't already say what I said. The temple is in you, people. First Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Ruach HaKadosh? And you already know the Ruach HaKadosh is what they call the Holy Spirit. It's the Ruach HaKadosh is within you, whom you have from the most high. You are not your own, for you are bought with a price. So glorify the most high in your body. Now, ooh, I should have, oof, this should have been the last one. I like to give you a good one before I leave, but I'm going to tell you this. Did you hear what the most high said? He paid for you with his life. Uh-huh. That's just like you going to jail. Everybody went to jail. Nobody got the money to get you out. Nobody got enough money to get you out. And then here come Yahshua. I'm going to pay for everybody to get out. Everybody's getting out. Everybody. Where nobody else could get you out. I don't care who it was. It wasn't enough money to get anybody. What did the most High send his son? Oh, I'm going to get everybody out. Do you not owe the most High? You owe him. You are not your own, just like it says in Corinthians. Shaul then went to these Corinthians and told them, you are not your own. So what does that mean if you're not your own? That means you ain't supposed to be tearing up your body. You ain't supposed to be doing all that because that body's on loan, baby. Yeshua bought that. He's just giving it to you for a little while and he will be taking it back. Now he wants it the way he gave it to you. But knowing the average person is going to be beat up, it's going to be leftover is going to be tore up just like some people be leaving apartments some people don't know how to clean them but some people don't know how to keep them up that's how people's bodies are going to be because they got vices and they got all these other things they do to tear themselves up then they get upset when they get cancers and all of this how you giving that back to the most high seriously people need to think about that mm-hmm Corinthians 3, 16 and 17. Again, do you not know that you are the most high's temple and that the most high's Ruach dwells in you? If anyone destroys the most high's temple, the most high will destroy him. Uh-huh. Because it's on loan, honey. For the most high's temple is holy and you are that temple. Let me tell you something. I'm saying this. Some people have no idea that what they walking in is on loan. This is what I say. This is why I mean, well, this is why I say what I mean in regards to you being a little light in this body. I don't care how bad you think this body is. I don't care how good you think this body is. And bad meaning good. I don't care how... Um, bad now meaning bad what you don't like about it or what you you think you are a bad mama and all this other stuff it's not yours you carving it up like a turkey you doing all kinds of stuff to it 
because of fleshly desires and how you want to present your flesh, it's not yours. Your job is to seek the most high in hopes to move to the next life and have happiness. I don't believe anybody on this earth, I don't care how much money you have, I don't care what you could get. I don't care how much influence you got. I don't believe people are truly happy in them in their hearts because if they were, they would never do nothing to hurt themselves. Never. The heathens wouldn't be trodden down the earth. You wouldn't be smoking. You wouldn't be carving uh, whatever on your skin. You wouldn't be changing nothing on your body. You wouldn't be doing nothing to your brain. You wouldn't be doing any of that if you was really happy, honestly. But you need to understand that all this is on loan. And the way you give that fleshly body back, the most high is going to deal with you. Mm -hmm. Check yourself. Check your morality. Check it. In every instance. Ephesians 2 and 21. In whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple of the Most High. Now, what does that mean? It means the assembly of the children of the Most High, meaning both flocks, because everybody's a child of the Most High, because the Most High brought him here. Remember, the Most High is life. Even the, Mo the Most High brought the devil here too. So don't forget that. He is the father of all spirits. So he brought you here. He already knew what you were going to do when you got here. So when you get your life together and assemble and, and come together as his bride and stop being a hoe, that's when things are going to really start happening. I'm talking to everybody, both flocks. Because we already know, number one, everybody's not going. That's number one. Most I say it's only going to be a remnant of the two flocks. It's only going to be a remnant. It's two flocks, a remnant of the children of Israel, the original branches, and a remnant of the honorary branches because the children of Israel didn't listen. So the most I went to the heathens, which is the Gentiles, to get there. The children's downfall for not listening is that the most high went to the Gentiles. I said that in the beginning. So the more that the children start showing they behind, the less of the children's going to the next life. Uh-huh. See the children and the most high, they got their own thing going on. And the children's not gonna win, baby. They're not gonna win. All this kicking and scratching. Thinking of think about a child that you have, parents. Think about a child that you have that is one little hellraiser, and I don't care what you do. This child is determined to do whatever he wants, and you can see that his life might be cut short or that he may not have a good quality of life because of his behavior. It almost make you feel like you want to go to somebody else. That's what the most I did. Mm -hmm. To bring the second flock, just to make the original branches jealous. And yes, we are jealous. Oh, yes. Why should they have to come? If you're really thinking about it, really, why should they have to come? They've been sinning since the beginning. We had the statutes, laws, precepts, and commands of the most high, but they've been sinning since they was born, and they get to go. Think about that. Mm-hmm. That should make you want to uh, get yourself straightened out, children of Israel. Now, I got two more before I sign off. 
Romans 8 and 11. If the spirit of him who raises Yahusha from the dead, which is the Ruach, dwells in you, he who raised the Mashiach from the dead will also give life to mortal bodies through his Ruach who dwells in you. What the most high said? The Ruach dwells in you. But like I said, you got to check your morality. Because if you don't know right from wrong, if you keep doing stuff, you ain't got no business. If you keep allowing other people to dictate your life without you taking notice and taking inventory of what you're feeling and thinking about and what your values and virtues are, you're going to be lost. Because the Ruach is not going to be somewhere that is not conducive for him to allow you to flourish and elevate spiritually. Mm-hmm. He's not going to do it. Mm -mm. Not going to do it. The Ruach is delicate. He's not doing it. Trust and believe. He ain't doing it. And there's scriptures on it. Shepherd of Hermas. The Ruach will not stand for no nonsense. None. He can't stay in there with all that nonsense going on. No, he ain't. You're going to be an empty shell, honey. Even though the Most High brought you back. You're going to have to pay something. You're going to have to pay the Most High back. And without the Ruach being there to guide you and he's delicate, oh, you're going to be up the creek without a paddle. I got one more before I sign off. And I will say this. 1 Corinthians 3 and 17. And I just want to say, by the way, every scripture that I read from is from the ESV. The English Standard Version Bible, simply because I want to speak regular language to you. The first scripture I read was from the King James Version, letting you know. That you're not your own. And I already read that in the um, ESB too. So just letting you know. I, I usually like to give you what Bible I'm reading from. This is the last one, like I said, and then I'm going to sign off. First Corinthians 3 and 17, if anyone destroys the Most High's temple, the Most High will destroy him. And I already said this, but I, I, it's so important. I got to say it again. For the Most High's temple is holy and you are that temple. Honey, you're the temple. You don't need to go to no church. You don't need nobody to be telling you no nonsense. You need to seek the most high first, his kingdom and his righteousness. That's important. You don't need to go to church for that. If you want to go to church and you feel like you have that camaraderie, go ahead. But you need to do some soul searching on your own. That's what I'm saying to you. You have to seek him for your own salvation. You do. Especially now that times are more and more evil every day. Seek him 10 times more. That's in the book of Ezra. Amber Rock. If you notice, anybody in the Old Testament, they never went to a church. Where did they go to a church? They couldn't even go into the temple. The only ones who could go into the temple was the Levites. The assembly is what they did. Now, that New Testament is questionable. I'm just saying. <laughs> it is. I'm not saying it don't have stuff in it, but it's questionable. Okay? You get all of these words like... Um, temple or um synagogue and all this child they didn't have those words and church 
they, they didn't do that. They didn't have any of that. They didn't even have bride. They had woman in the Old Testament. Mm. We got to think about how we are being indoctrinated into Eurocentric ways. And I say Eurocentric because the fourth kingdom is still ruling and it's a Eurocentric kingdom. We have to sit, we have to reevaluate what we are being um, taught and how we are being led. We don't even give it a second thought. That's what I'm saying. Just like I said in the beginning, we have to be in the moment and looking with a spiritual eye, what is happening? Evaluating with a spiritual eye, discerning, because that's spiritual. You must develop all of this. What common sense becomes spiritual um, elevation, which is discernment. We have to be in the moment to be able to discern, learn rooms, do all of that. Evaluate everything. And then we can make real decisions because everything counts. Everything is relevant. Everything you do, the most high knows everything you do. Every thought you have, everything's being written down. Everything, everything, okay? And nine times out of 10, all the stuff you're thinking about and all the things you're living for don't even make sense or matter. Your fashions, your money, your prestige, the way you look to other people don't matter at all. You know what matters? The most high matters. Heaven and earth is going to go away. The only one who's going to be here is the most high. You ain't even going to be here until he resurrect everybody. Everybody going to die. But what I'm saying to you is to seek your salvation with fear and trembling. Seek it. Seek ye first your kingdom and your righteousness. Okay? Allow your morality to come into play, to search for the positive and righteous things. Let the most high be your virtue. Let him be paramount. And he's going to direct your steps. So with that, I say, I hope that this lesson has edified you. You know, if you have any questions or concerns, you can always email me. I always leave everything in the comment section, you know, in that uh, little section where the sentences are explaining what the lesson's about. Go there. Um, I'm glad that you're here to hear these lessons. I'm glad to give them to you. I'm glad to the most high to bless me with it because this is a privilege to me. It is. I just thank the most high all the time just for allowing me to lift him up, lift Yeshua up to draw men to him. I, I really, it's a privilege. And um, I hope you enjoy your day and until next time. Hi. Trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. 
The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. to hear the word of truth for the most high but you know what's better hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content you can also save a life by sharing this valuable content go ahead save a life today thanks